Now Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781 837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Hello, everyone. This is Dustin Hughes, and you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with the McNamara Broker Team. I am Dustin Hughes, soon to be joined by yours truly, Sharon McNamara, Melissa Wallace, and Mary Baker. It has been another interesting week, to say the least, for anyone who has been listening to our shows. The past few Wednesdays, or Tuesdays, I should say, it is a hectic time out there. Uh, We have really kind of decided to hone in on something we've seen coming up as of late, and that is dealing with homeowner associations, things that a lot of times people only associate with condominiums, living in the city, but with the new construction we're experiencing essentially everywhere, certainly something you may begin to deal with. We still got you, Ben? Yep, I'm still here. Oh, you sound even better than ever. Oh, gee, thanks, pal. Don't don't suck her up to me, though. I'm the wrong guy. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Uh, How's your week been so far? I hope you had a great Labor Day, by the way. I did. The weather was nice. That is certainly a positive. Absolutely. And I'm sure once the ladies join us after we solve the tech end problem, they'll say something similar. I know Sharon did something cute with the puppy. I just can guarantee it. Oh, you can't do anything with the puppy that's not cute. Right, exactly. There's just no way around it. I mean, I'm I'm hoping he's probably made an appearance or two around one of the uh, one of the sales, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Paul really approval. Uh, that's what I would have done at least. Maybe not. <laughs> Who sees? That's probably why I'm not in real estate. But that's a different point. Um, <laughs> I think we have Lisa DeMilo hanging by for traffic in just a moment. So maybe just give a quick overview of uh, I think what we can expect today, and we'll head right over to Lisa. Yeah, as always, you can find us on Facebook here at WATD. What's the number, Ben? That number is 781-837-4900, and I'll pipe you right on through to the show. Perfect. And anyone listening, any questions, comments, concerns you may have, we're here to help. And Lisa, if you're ready. Sure. Dustin, let's uh, throw it right on over to Lisa one more time. That sounds great. You're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable (laughs) with Boston Connect and the McNamara Broker Team. 
Well, thanks, Ben and Dustin. We still have issues on Route 24 South. It's stalled out from 495 down to a crash blocking the left lane at Route 140. The expressway southbound's moving along from top to bottom. You're looking at about a 10-minute ride there. Northbound, you're just on the brakes from Granite Ave up to Freeport Street. Route 3 South is slow from Union Street to Route 18. 93 South, just sluggish approaching Route 24. This report is sponsored by Big Y World Class Market. Add sizzle to your grill at Big Y's USDA Prime Beef Choice Angus or all-natural Angus Beef Premium Steakhouse Quality and Flavor only at your neighborhood Big Y. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And you are back with Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Dustin Hughes. Again, just waiting on my lovely teammates, Mary Baker, Melissa Wallace, and Sharon McNamara. And before we get started, I'd like to give one quick tidbit on our upcoming open house this weekend. We'll be at 189 Queensbrook Road in Pembroke, Massachusetts. We have a lovely listing on at 619. Kind of unconventional, worth a look. Amazing house, well-kept, cool, everything you look for in summer in Pembroke right now. And I think we have the ladies joining us right now. I think I think we might have to take a quick commercial break in just a moment. Uh, but Dustin, just do me a quick favor. Uh, like I said, just give us a quick overview on uh, anything exciting that happened over the weekend and just buy old Benny a minute or two, eh? Pardon the technical lapse. We'll be right back in just a moment with more Boston Connect Talk Real Estate. About selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? 
Are these questions you have, but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Many companies are being asked today by their consumers, how are you going to keep me safe? My team has been answering that same question for almost 25 years. Hi, I'm Mark Stiles of Stiles Law, where we specialize in solutions. We're asked virtually every day, how are you going to help me avoid court and costly lawsuits or financial devastation or catastrophic injury? And now, COVID-19. Well, we will meet you virtually on Zoom anytime, or you can swing by our outdoor office where you can meet with our lawyer of the day right here in Marshfield on State Road 139. Call 781-319-1900. 781-319-1900. The Styles Law Team Concierge is standing by to put you in touch with the appropriate team attorney. You can also find them on YouTube at Styles Law for free, valuable videos to help guide you. Remember, it's always best to be proactive so you aren't forced to be reactive. Mark Styles can also be heard every Thursday night at 8 o'clock as he co-hosts The Dr. Joe Show on 95.9. W-A-T-D. Plumbing problems are inevitable. Sad to say, do not fix it yourself. After all, that's your home you're living in. McNamara Plumbing. New construction, renovations, repairs, service calls. McNamara Plumbing. Fully insured. 781-294-7100. McNamara Plumbing. Our neighbors, it wouldn't be our show. <laughs> We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We are currently doing the show from my iPhone. I am Melissa Wallace, and I am very closely sitting next <laughs> to my team member slash roommate slash whatever everything, Mary Baker. Hello. Hi, <laughs> Sharon. We've never sweat so much in our lives. If you were catching us on Facebook Live earlier, we were actually quite early for the show. We were ready, but. As life would have it, this is um, a manic Tuesday, which would yeah. normally be a month. It, so. it, it's certainly been an insane Tuesday. I mean, I think that we were all thinking that it maybe it was a full moon. It was a Monday, no, but it's it, really it, a Tuesday. It's a just been it's been crazy. So why don't you guys call in and see if you guys have had a crazy day too? <laughs> because let me hear your story. Yeah, we we just need something to laugh about. I literally just texted everyone and said, "Is anyone drinking tonight?" <laughs> a day um but i we couldn't hear what dustin was saying so hopefully um oh sharon can you hear can you hear us yes oh hello sharon (laughs) Sharon i am here so i'm out on the porch we always make do when we have to so i don't know where dustin went can you guys hear me okay yes i think you're delayed though so um that's fine so okay we will be meeting up 
in there and I'll just Melissa you can hang up on that and we can all talk on this so we are you are listening to talk real estate radio here on WATD tonight we were going to talk about HOAs and um, we are also talking about um, yeah what else are we talking about just HOAs and the different things to be concerned with Okay, perfect. And then, so what we're going to do, we have a plan. If you have any questions about anything real estate, please help us out and call us at 781-826-8000. Actually, no, that's the office number. 781-837-4900. I got you, Sharon. What's that? I got you covered. That number one again, 781-837-4900. And I'll pipe you right on into the show. All right, perfect. So for the time being, what we're gonna do then is we are going to, uh, nobody can see us on Facebook right now, so we're just hanging out around my laptop right now, so we don't have all of our good equipment going, but um, we are- Surprisingly, the audio is still really good, Sharon. Done. Can you hear us okay, Ben? Loud and clear, actually. All right, perfect. So we are talking about HOAs, and those are um, homeowners associations, and we're just going to discuss the pros, the cons, the goods, the bads, and all everything in between regarding that. Um, so if you, again, have any questions, please call us at 781-837-4900. And we should have Dustin joining us again in a few minutes, and um, I have Mary Baker and Melissa Wallace in the house with us tonight. Woo, woo, woo. In the house. In the house. Seriously, have you ever sweat so much in your life? <laughs> the AC isn't working currently. It's it's mm. so. We had a day we're, for sure. We're having a day, but um, okay. Yeah. So you want to tell everybody what our what yeah. we're going to start talking about? So we're going to be talking about homeowners associations, and this has actually come up recently because um, we've come across you know some clients who you know, think that homeowners associations are only for developments that are condos or townhouses, but they can actually also be for single family homes as well. So we wanna cover that. Um, and we, we sort of just wanna go through the pros and cons of, of a homeowners association, um, you know, some common rules and regs that we come across with, a, with an association um, and, and sort of go from there. I mean, mm -hmm. where do you guys want to start? You guys want to, well, let's, let's first say what a homeowners association is. Good idea. So uh, uh, through my research, even though I already knew here, uh, here's a, here's the definition for you. An HOA is basically a governing structure for a planned community, such as the development of single family homes, condominiums, condominiums or townhouses. Um, so, you know, pr pretty much, uh, what they're saying is, you know, if you've ever lived in a rental property, um, you know, consider an HOA like a landlord or a property manager. Um, you know, they, they sort of take care of some of the, the features um, and maintain the community and sort of atmosphere um, in exchange for a fee. So with an HOA, there is a fee that everyone in the development is required to um, pay into. Um, and we can get into some of the things that um, the, the homeowners association might have to dip into that money mm -hmm. in order to cover. Um, but pretty much, you know, you're required to follow certain guidelines, um, you know, 
if you are a part of the association or you live in an association. So, um, so that's pretty much what we're going to be covering tonight. Yep. Um, so there are definitely pros and maybe some people think that there are some cons to the, um, to the, um, which to being in an HOA. So I think that that's an important part that we have to try to um, understand for everybody is, you know, what what is important to you when you're looking at, you know, buying either a single family that might have an HOA. They may have a small HOA because and that would just be covenants that you have to look at. So yeah. we're going to talk about some of the different covenants that you might find in a new development or in a development that's been there for a while. In some single family homes, so it might be a small fee every month for all those homes in the development because maybe the road is private or there are cul-de-sacs and there's sort of um, a couple um, like center islands or something, you know, that need landscaping where there's an entrance, a, a really nice entrance that, um, you know, needs landscaping or anything like that. So that's where we see sort of small mm -hmm. um, HOAs uh, for some, for, for larger developments that are, you know, not single family homes and have, you know, shared roofs or, or shared structures between more than one um, owner you would see probably a higher um, monthly fee. And that would, that would, I would, from what I've seen, that higher fee covers more. Um, you know, because it covers more, there's a higher fee. Um, you know, so, and, and we can sort of get into how the um, association is formed and, you know, who's responsible for it and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah. It sort of just popped into my head today. I don't really even know why, but well, we always take real life experiences, right? And yeah, and real life experience is what we're going through in real estate to um, kind of come up with the topics and shows that we're, we're discussing. And we actually had a situation this past week where um, because of HOA documents and the governing rules, covenants and restrictions for um, a community, a subdivision that we have going on. Um, a particular buyer was uncomfortable with the idea of having to go in front of an association um, years down the road if they wanted to put in a structure. So I think you thought it would be nice to kind of go over and talk about what you should be looking for, what um, you know doesn't really what's inconsequential, but what you should know, essentially, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess, so I guess I do know why. And like I said, there are people, um, you know, or buyers that are surprised to know that there is an HOA when it's a single family home because, you know, people automatically assume that it's just for condos or for townhouses or, you know, any something other than a single family home. But um, I feel like it's it's common. Um, it's I feel like it's more common here on the South Shore with um, developments that, that have like sort of the smaller HOA. Mm -hmm. um, but but, you know, that's just so that's why true. maybe something to talk about was why would you why do communities have governing HOA documents. So restrictions, do you, like yeah. why would they put those in place? So same reason a condo association would put certain rules and regulations into place about the uses of the property of the shared spaces. Why would a community 
Yeah. Maybe. So in a community, you know, you will see sort of these HOAs and rules and regs because they want to keep the integrity of the development. So they want to make sure that, you know, it's no one's, you know, keeping their boat on their front lawn so you can't actually see the house or you have this huge tractor. So why is it negative to keep a boat on a front lawn? <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't always look nice, um, you know, and, and part of being in a development like that is you have to, um, you know, agree to do all of these things, you know, to abide by these rules in order to live in the association. So, I mean, I don't understand why anybody would put, go into an association if they had an issue with any of the rules, um, you know, especially if they're going into a development that is already established. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, with new developments, typically, you know, the builder or, you know, the, the builder's company is taking care of the association until the development is done. And then it's sort of turned over to the homeowners. Yeah. Um, so the homeowners create their own association, um, you know, with, with a, you know, a president and a treasurer. I know um, my aunt and uncle live um, in the meadows. And, um, you know, my aunt Connie, and unfortunately she's not with us anymore, but R when she was, um, she was the president of her association and she, we always called them Madam, Madam President, you know, <laughs> like she, she, she loved it. Um, so, you know, I think that they have, um, you know, HOAs to keep the integrity of, of the, the community, um, to maintain an atmosphere, um, you know, to make sure that, you know, everybody is sort of uniform and in line and some people like to live in an environment like that if yeah. you don't then don't move into an association mm -hmm. um so you know that's sort of i feel is is the why somebody has an association you know that's just my mm -hmm. opinion well and that's what sometimes people you know the differences with homeowners associations either there's sometimes it's great when the owners of the development are actually the ones that are on the board for the association. But some of the bigger developments actually have a management company. So generally we see that type of situation when we are dealing with condos, uh, not so much when we're dealing with just, you know, a small HOA, like on some of our subdivisions uh, that we have. So um, that is, the some of the differences you know some something also is you know um i know at least in the meadows like you, when you have um like holiday lights up you know they all have to be white they yeah. can't be colored they mm -hmm. can't you know you can't have um you know lawn ornaments on you know the front lawn because those are condos in there so it's it, there's more restrictions in there they're not yeah. single family homes um so you're buying into the lifestyle that's what it is you're buying into the lifestyle that uh, an hoa will give you for a fee mm -hmm. um but you know they're they're maintaining you know the exterior they're maintaining certain things you well, there's know there's pros and cons to everything right yeah there's pros and cons i mean we'll get into those but um, you know, I think that anybody's looking for a condo or a townhouse, especially, will sort of they have to budget for that. Um, they there's expectations, you know, and some people, I'm sure, Mary, you've come across this with people, some of your buyers that are looking in, you know, um, HOA communities is, you know, something that they want to make sure that the HOA does take care of. 
Um, so whether that be landscaping or something in the interior or the exterior, um, you know, it's important to, to look at that. Mm -hmm. And part of the buying process as well, and Mary, you can probably touch upon this, is, you know, when you put in an offer on, you know, something, a property that has an HOA, you know, what are some of the things that you look for from the listing agent um, that you want to be able to review with your clients and attorneys and, and even the loan officer has to get involved? So a lot of times I think it's different if you're talking about a um, condo association community versus an actual HOA. Um, so a homeowners association is more governed in larger communities in a, uh, a condo association and or condo fee. Um, more applies to like a smaller condo community like you, you mentioned the Meadows, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think what you'd be looking for uh, in each community is different. So every new community, every new subdivision, even um, newly established subdivisions uh, have typically um, covenants and restrictions that apply to the whole entire community, right? So within that, if you are someone who owns a trailer, maybe you're a contractor and you have Mm -hmm. um, your work trucks that you kind of yeah. bring home with you every day or your work trailers that you bring home with you every day. That's something that you're going to want to read within the rules and regulations of the condo doc, the association doc, mm -hmm. rather, because it might restrict you from being able to park that trailer with your nice signage, yeah. you know. Yeah, and not to put you off, but I've also seen that with, um, like, if uh, if three single-family homes sh have a shared driveway, mm -hmm. I've also seen that where, um, you know, if there might be some rules and regs between those three houses, because they do have a shared driveway, there has to be someone responsible or money put towards maintaining mm -hmm. that yeah, driveway absolutely. that they can also say, you know, no commercial vehicles, um, you know, to stay stationary. Like yep. if they are, they have to be in a garage or they have to, you know, not be within sight. So I actually saw something. I feel like one of our agents had a listing, um, you know, where that was sort of the, the situation there. Um, and I think that a buyer ended up not being able to move forward because they're, they, they were like in the trades and yeah. they would bring their truck home every night. So We actually had one of those over at um, one of our communities, Jefferson Square. Um, it was a condo association yeah. development. Mm -hmm. Um, where they, it was it was a simple restriction just on not having work vehicles with signage being parked at the yeah. on site, um, and that's especially important. It's to, to keep in mind with the with these. Sorry, everybody, our TV just made a noise. <laughs> um, with these newer communities that we have, there there's a reason that the guidelines are so strict up front is because the developer, whoever is building that community is trying to keep a look of uniformity or mass appeal, right? So eventually, um, I don't know if this is a standard um, timeline, but typically those covenants, once they're uh, covenants and restrictions, once they're turned over to the homeowner association, homeowners association, there's the, oh, there's the possibility that they'll fall out um, it's up to the homeowners to kind of reinforce mm -hmm. and make sure that yeah. people are abiding by those rules. If nobody's enforcing them, that's the scary yeah. thing. It's like, it's twofold. The people who yeah. want to operate outside of the covenants and restrictions are gonna want the homeowners not to uphold the restrictions, but then the people who really want that strict community um, mass appeal of uniformity and kind of everything looking prim and proper and, and clean um, all the time, 
mm -hmm. they're going to want to uphold it. So yeah. you, you could, it's a, like a coin toss, a 50-50 a whether or not somebody is going to give you a hard time or whether you're going to get away with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you're walking the fine line, but it's all things that you should be aware of going into any community, any association um, yeah. across the board. Um, Sorry, I went on a massive yeah. rant. Yeah. That was just like <laughs> spewing out of my head. That's okay. Hey, we're, we're, we're getting it all out there. But why don't we start to go in? I, Mary, I gave you a, um, a couple handouts. Why don't we start to go over some of the pros um, for having an association? So um, possibly the hunts would have been good to be uh, be on this show, too, to talk about where, where they live. Um, but... Let's talk about, um, you know, the pros of, of having a, a homeowners association or even a con, like we can, we can say them both. I mean, a condo association or a homeowners association, um, you know, the first on this list, um, I can't even remember where I got this list, um, but I got it off the internet somewhere, uh, you know, is make someone else take care of the lawn. So yeah, so they're saying that that's a pro. That's a pro. That's a pro is, is getting your not lawn, yeah not having to take care of the lawn. So I can see it both ways where maybe you know it's a, an older couple or an older person who you know doesn't want to take care of their lawn. They've been taking care of their lawn for forever, and then yeah. now they're moving into a condo or or an association where they take care of the lawn for them. Um, so they don't have to work. They'd rather pay the fee in order to have it, um, have it work, um, you know, for, for, for them. But, well, yeah, um, I think that, that is especially with um, the lifestyle changes. So I say like mm -hmm. a, a lot of times um, our generation, at least this is, pers this is personally what I see is that we are going um, in a direction that's less less about the the mega house, right, or the McMansion, and more about the lifestyle. Um, yeah, and I also think that you know maybe it's somebody who is working all, all day, yeah. or working every day, and, and they don't just have time doesn't to come want. Home. Yeah, they don't have time to come home and take care of it, or they they just can't. They're just too they're tired. Like me and know nothing about. Flowers. I know nothing about it. I mean, I was on a ladder. We were both on ladders this weekend painting a house. I don't know how to do that. I to pay somebody to do that. I don't know how to do that, but I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> so <laughs> a little guidance from Sam. So, um, so a con to that though, we're just sticking with the landscaping aspect of everything. A yeah. con to, all right, they're going to take care of your landscaping. There's, there's a fee for it, obviously. Yeah. But if somebody wants a garden, right? If, yeah. if, if you want a small exterior garden, which I think via COVID, a lot of people have turned towards like a more organic way of like um, homegrown yeah. vegetables and, and kind of trying to. Yeah. Uh, my my friend uh, Jess, she did a little home garden, and the only thing that came in was green beans. And she, you no know, one in our house eats beans green are very beans. Hardy. They're very she, easy to grow. She's trying to give them all to me, and I'm like, we don't need 20 pounds of green beans. Like just I'll because take some green beans. <laughs> <we're talking about. laughs> just because you didn't get anything else, I don't know. But um, but yeah, maybe that's a good thing to do is maybe go through you know some of the the pros and see what the pros and cons is and then go through the cons and see what a pro could be for that. It's like a rebuttal. Yeah. Do you have a rebuttal to my... Do you have a rebuttal? Um, the next one is, yeah, you could, this could go either way. You could sell for more down the line. Honestly, I really feel like that's 
it all depends on where the market is and, yeah, and the condition. Yeah, the condition of it. I don't know. I didn't read that section, but um, <laughs> it, 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 it's got a bunch of numbers in here, so I'm sure they had some data to back that up. <laughs> um, but it says this tends to be for higher or larger houses and homes in smaller subdivisions. Um, and it declines as homes age in uh, says the researchers. So, well, so I can see that, right? So your homeowners association is typically really strong when you start out, right? Because everything is new. Yeah. So especially if you're thinking from a condo association, you have fourteen or fifteen units in a condo association. Everything's brand new, vinyl siding, vinyl sided. 30-year, 40-year architectural shingles, all of your systems are new, mm -hmm. everything on mm -hmm. the landscaping is being at that time probably maintained by the builder. So it's very, very low maintenance mm -hmm. and it stays that way in the early years. Yeah. So if you were to resell in those early years, your condo fees are probably still low. Yeah. As those um, as those exterior, <laughs> exterior um, not ex um, as as those maintenance issues start to come yeah. up. So like the roofs gain some maybe age, ten to fifteen years or fifteen to twenty. You know, yeah. then you're starting to have to replace or or fix or it, it, and that's why I said you know it's all where the market is and it's all you know the the condition of the house. Yeah, I mean we we've, we've seen you know people purchase new construction and sell for a higher price mm -hmm. than they paid, and we've also seen them sell for a lower price because yeah. that's something that you have to take in consideration when you're purchasing new construction is the resale. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we it's not just, you know, how many bedrooms do we want? How many of this? I mean it's it's how long are you planning on staying in this house? And down the line, if it's five, ten years, you know, are you gonna want need desire more than you purchased it for? Because that it it might not happen. Yeah, I think that that rings true. Obviously, with any, like you said, with any house, um, the the association just tends to add a layer to it. Yeah, I find that people who um, are free spirits tend to not like a homeowners association or a condo yeah. because mm -hmm. they, they don't like they, the restriction. They don't like the restriction, or they want the flexibility, like you said, to have colored lights instead of white lights and. You know, there's certain associations that we know of that don't allow anything but an American flag outside. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, uh, I saw an association once that said you could only have white blinds on the in interior of your house so that the way that yeah. went from the exterior. So it can get very, very restrictive. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you can't, you know, paint the, your door a certain Fusion. color. You can't paint the exterior yeah. a certain color. Uh, you know all that stuff so but I also think for some people it's you know what they they get sometimes people if you think about our boomer generation mm -hmm. and they're selling you know their you know four bedroom colonial let's say and they're very used to like having things the way that they want it that's a nice feature going into it they're sometimes afraid to go into like a condo association where they anybody can do whatever they want yeah, because yeah, they, they are afraid that, that somebody's gonna paint the door, you know, bright orange or, yeah, I mean, I know that's honestly. a thing right now. Orange is sort of a thing oh. for doors right now, but. Hey, Michelle Faye has a really nice one. Yeah, yeah, she has a nice orange yeah. door. I don't like I was thinking though. more like um, orange, like, like, like an orange. Yeah, like fluorescent orange, yeah. you know what I mean? Like a neon, neon orange. Neon orange. Neon. Yeah. Traffic yeah. cone orange. Yeah. So that's a nice thing is knowing, hey, I'm going to move in here and this is how it's going to look 
forever. Mm -hmm. So the other thing too, is if you think about when I was talking about the boomer generation, also thinking about uh, 55 plus developments. So some of the HOA fees have age restrictions, which is something that everybody really has to be concerned about because some of the associations say that one person has to be 55 some associations say that every member who lives there has yeah. to be 55. So, which is uh, important, you know, especially for Mary who is putting in offers yeah. that, you know, to be able to review all of those documents in a timely fashion to be able to know whether or not, you know, our clients can move forward because yeah. if one per- if it's only one person that's me over 55, great. If everybody, well, what if you're 54? Like do you make an exception? Like what like mm-hmm. You know, what's the process? What's the process? I know some of them you have to even apply to be mm-hmm. even, you have to apply to the association. The association can either accept or deny you. So, um, but, but yeah. But what I thought you were going with um, where you said the 55 and over communities is actually our next section, which they, they highlight golf, but it's also some of the accommodations that oh, can come amenities, with, yeah. yeah, with the amenities that could come with. That's why I said the hunts might be, <laughs> might have uh, been good to sort of chime in, but, um, you know, with a, a, an HOA or a condo association, you know, you might get a swimming pool, tennis courts, a golf course, if you're lucky to live on a golf course, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, a playground for kids, um, you know, a gym area, a library, like a, a clubhouse, mm-hmm. you know, a, a space that you can rent for parties, you know, grills, you know, all that stuff. And generally in those places that have the more amenities they have, the higher the HOA fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you think about having a pool on the premises, so that would be a con. Yeah. So that would be a con. So like a pause, yeah. it would be like, you know, I want to be able to just live my life in this community. I don't really have, I don't want to be, have to go, yeah, I don't want to have to go to this person's house for the pool. I don't want to have to go to this person's house for a barbecue. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be able to do, live your life in this community, but uh, a con would be the cost associated with that because it's everything at your disposal. So there, there, there is a fee with, with that. Austin, how you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> You've just been like, as, as soon as we figured out like the tech, well, we didn't really figure out the tech issue. Sharon figured out a resolve. We were like, blah, 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 blah. But Justin, you went from almost having to do the show all by yourself to like not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's been confusing to say the least. I couldn't get on at first and then I was on. I didn't know if we were on, yada, 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 yada. But you did a great job, buddy. Yeah. Yes. Well, we just have a few minutes until our seven o'clock break. So why don't we get through maybe one mm-hmm. more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one is cut down on those bills. So, you know, we see this, I feel like more with condos is they might take care of, you know, gas or water, um, the trash, Yeah. Um, you know, those types of things. So those are included in your HRA, but, but like, are you, yeah, are you cutting down because you're just paying for them all together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you're paying a smaller amount than you would individually. I don't like that. But mm-hmm. even though it's not as much bills, where it could be really beneficial to, to say, cut down on costs when we're talking about lawn maintenance or whatnot, if it, if you're just, again, you're paying for lawn maintenance, it is what it is. But if you're part of an association, they now sign a contract with the landscaper to now take what? all 40 plots and they're getting it at a discounted rate, then... HOA fee for sure worth it. That's a great question. 
sort of has that you know strict guidelines mm -hmm. and if they don't if they're not well versed and then they don't know all the rules I mean that could be an issue mm -hmm. I feel like you see it more like you said in bigger communities or in in like the city like I know we have a buyer that purchased a condo up in Dorchester and she unfortunately wasn't able to stay in the unit but wanted to hold it and rent it out now to two professional uh, female professionals so and the association has actually been great about that, but I think proximity to the city, mm -hmm. it's its more of commonplace too. Yeah, I, yeah, I would mm -hmm. feel like it's more, yeah, toward, more towards the city, whether they're students or, mm -hmm. um, you know, young professionals or any professionals, you know, traveling into the city or get, trying to get around. Living you'll also, you'll see, you'll see price differences and things that come across maybe cheaper than you would expect. And just looking into it, a lot of times you'll find out that they're part of a condo association that does not allow renting. And that immediately cuts out a handful of people who, whether That's investing cool. or whatnot, who would be interested in the property. Um, yeah. Yeah, so great question, Francois. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your question, Francis. Um, Anybody how else have any questions? questions? You know, we have about two more minutes until our break. Do you want to let everybody know how they can see here our past shows, how they can get in touch with us when we come back from the break? We have to break at 7 o'clock for uh, the WATD news update at the top of the hour, and then we'll have another half hour of our show left. But can you just let everybody know how they can get in touch with us if they have any questions? Yeah, so if you um, want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com. 
um, you can go to bostonconnect.com and you can find all of our contact information or you can call me at the office here at 781-826-8000. I almost gave WATD's number, but we don't work there. <laughs> uh, we work here in our studio. Um, you can follow us on social media too. So we're typically live on Facebook um, or you can follow us on social media at Boston Connect Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram or you can follow our team um, at McNamara Broker Team um, and that's a both, both the same for, for Facebook and Instagram. But Should we tell all of our listeners that I almost threw a 10 week old puppy out the window today? Stop no. it. You did <laughs> not. So. We were just complimenting the <laughs> cuteness. She didn't. She didn't. What I happened? What happened? Real quick. Nice. She loves the puppy but it's like it's like frustration. You know, um, you just it was just a day for it was just sort of everything today. Yeah, it was so a day. It was a day. So Ben, are we ready for that top of the hour break? Sure thing. <laughs> All right. So let's take that break and we will be right back. FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 FM WATD. Streaming online at 95.9WATD.com and with your smart speaker just by saying play WATD. AP News, I'm Tim McGuire. President Trump traveled to Florida to announce an expansion of a moratorium on offshore oil drilling to include the Atlantic coast off Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina. My administration's proving every day that we can improve our environment while creating millions of high-paying jobs. This is a really sharp contrast to the extreme radical left that you've had to deal with. Before leaving for Florida, the president was asked if he'll spend his own money on his campaign. Yeah, if I have to, I would, but we're doing very well. We needed to spend more money up front because of the pandemic. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wants a vote on a smaller coronavirus economic relief bill. Today, we're releasing a targeted proposal that focuses on several of the most urgent aspects of this crisis, issues where bipartisanship should be especially possible. Rochester, New York's police chief and top deputy chief suddenly retire amid nightly protests over the city's handling of the suffocation death of Daniel Prude. Chief Leron Singletary says critics have tried to destroy my character and integrity. Mayor Lovely Warren. While the timing and tenor of these resignations is difficult, we have faced tough times before. I truly believe that we will get through this. Prude died several days after an encounter with police in March. There have been nightly protests since the release of a body cam video showing officers handcuffing a naked Prude, putting a hood over his head to stop him from spitting, then holding him down until he stopped breathing. 
Seven people are dead in a shooting yesterday at an illegal marijuana growing operation in rural Southern California. Riverside County Sheriff's deputies found one woman suffering from gunshot wounds and the bodies of six other people at the house. She later died in a local hospital. This is AP News. Good evening. This rain-free pattern goes on. We have one or two opportunities for precipitation over the next six to ten days. Not so much tonight, though lots of moisture in the air, and that means patches of fog, locally dense, especially after midnight, muggy, the low 62 to 66. High pressure from the Maritimes right down over the Gulf of Maine into coastal Massachusetts. And that'll keep the low cloudiness in for a while tomorrow morning, slowing travel with a dense fog. The sun will break through a high of 80, mid-70s along the coast with an onshore sea breeze. Tomorrow night, fog again locally dense, muggy, low 66. Thursday, real subtropical humidity, more cloudiness with a hit or miss shower, even a thunder shower in the area, especially late, a high of 82. Friday, High pressure built to our north, right out of Canada. Much drier, return of bright sunshine becoming breezy. A high of 69, very dry with sunshine Saturday. And the next opportunity for some rain will be later Sunday. For WATD, I'm meteorologist Rob Gilman. Market turbulence can cause panic. And you might be wondering if your investments are allocated properly. I'm Kirk Reed with McNamara Financial in Marshfield. Let me help you understand your investment strategy and ensure that it is suitable for you. Then you can turn off the financial news and move on with your life. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We're being silly tonight because we don't have anything else left in us. So we're just we're just laughing. I think I'm just going to hold it like a pizza pie. So we're fine. Um, that's amore, so, first of all. <laughs> I'm holding uh, Sharon's computer right now. That's how we're doing the show. I mean, this is just how we roll. Um, <laughs> but but uh, Mary had to go. She's actually presenting some offers to one of our clients. So um, like literally, she's working too. right this second. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to get multiple offers. Yeah. Um, so she's presenting uh, some offers tonight. So they they expire. So we're gonna get on top of that. But we're gonna continue our discussion. Um, Sharon and I are here in our home studio at 19 Medicusa Street, Boston Connect Real Estate, and Dustin Hughes, our team member, is uh, live and in color from Boston. <laughs> You know what? I actually have a question for you, Dustin. Do you know if your apartment is an apartment or is it a condo? It's a condo. It is a condo. So do yes. you have any uh, rules and regs that you have to abide by? Me? Um, no, nothing out of the ordinary that you wouldn't find on any kind of listing agreement. But we are not responsible for fees, so that is the oh, only Yes, so that's okay. obviously something you take into effect when you're that's setting a rental price. Yeah, so that's probably because it's included in your your rent. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so it's you're not because it is a condo. It does have an owner, and mm -hmm. and they took that into consideration. Um, yeah. you know when setting your your rent. Um, mm -hmm. but I was it was just something that popped into my head. I'm probably well, it, I'm sure that there's probably things in your lease that stipulate. Uh, what you can and cannot do so during the break my dad called uh nanu called again and said he wanted us to talk a little bit about animals so 
Why don't you talk about that process when you were looking for a rental? And most things in the city are condos anyways. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's probably less than half that would even allow pets. And it's, it's again, the majority of it stemming from it just being a association rule. And limited what we were looking for. So that made it a little more difficult. But we finally finally able to go through with it. And it, you just have to jump through a lot of hoops dealing with essentially a management company who is also part of the association and no one knows who's responsible for what. And at one point they're like, no, you're not getting an animal. And we're like, hmm, actually we are. Again, like I said, <laughs> uh, we, we, we base this decision off the information you gave us saying we can get a dog. We got a dog. That's you. Actually, I'm on my way home with it right now. Yeah, no, it's like it's in my hand as we speak. So <laughs> we've already named her, so we can't return her. Sorry. But when I was walking up today, a couple hours ago, there was a, a notice on the door saying there was some trash violation. Like, so they have to pay a fee. And I looked at it to the owner or whatever it was at the building. I go, ah, that's not me. And I scared down upstairs. <laughs> was it you that violated the trash rules? What was no. the trash rule? It, what was it? It was, it's either like, it has to be in the barrel, which we don't even, the other crazy thing is we just put our trash on the street every Monday and Friday. Mm-hmm. But so it wasn't us, because I goes trash barrel in the back straight downstairs. But I think there's some of the units that put it out back and there's trash cans and I don't know. Again, I didn't think much of it. I had a radio show to do. Did you change your shirt for the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wearing... No, I was wearing... Yeah, that is funny. I should, good thing I didn't put on actual pants, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing that T-shirt under the shirt today, and it was just so hot driving around. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, the AC went at the office. It's just been a day. It's been a day, but but let's jump back into sort of some HOA highlights that we want to make sure. So we got through some con, uh, some pros. So mm-hmm. let's look to see what some cons are. So we 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 sort of touched upon it: costly fees, um, and sort of the sh- we, very strict guidelines. For a second, yeah, uh, I just want to talk about the fees because I think one of the things that's really important for our listeners to understand is. A pro for you could be a con for somebody else and vice versa. So, um, but when it comes to dealing with the fees of the HOA, uh, generally speaking, you will see like if you were doing a new condo development, a lot of times you'll notice that those fees are small. So it might be like $250 a month. And the reason for that is while they're still in construction, generally speaking, the contractor is Mm -hmm. the one that is still maintaining the property with his equipment. Yeah. So once the association takes over, they might find, hey, we're not able to do the landscaping, the snow removal, and have a reserve based on this 250 number. So sometimes you'll see after the development is, you know, handed over by the contractor, there will be a need to increase on those condo fees. Mm-hmm. The other thing is when you're looking at um, fees and you're buying a resale when it comes to a condo, I think it's really important to look at the past six months of the condo association minutes of the meeting. So. They are required to have meetings and they are required to take notes and minutes of those meetings, but you might see something come up that says, 
you know, we need, um, you know, $100,000 to repave, you know, driveways in front of building A, B, and C. So if there isn't $100,000 in the reserve, they have to get that money from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So usually it's a special assessment. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be really, really careful when you are purchasing a condo, especially if it's a resale, that you really want to look into that and ask the agent, are there any special assessments on this on this um, property right now? Yeah, and I think it will come up when the loan officer is sort of involved in the purchase and they're looking through the documents and doing the condo questionnaire because one of the questions on the questionnaire mm -hmm. is, are there any special, special assessments? And they take that into account of whether or not they're going to finance mm -hmm. somebody to, to, to move in there. Um, I think one time... I, I honestly can't even remember if it was our team or somebody else in the office. <laughs> They're intertwining right now, but we were in the process. Uh, somebody was in the process of selling a condo, and a special assessment came up it was during us. during the. Okay, well, that was us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and mm -hmm. we had to um, let the buyer know and say, you know, we. I think it was the decks. They were redoing the back decks, and um, you know, we had to say you know, this is what the cost will be for, and this is something that you are going mm -hmm. to be enjoying. Um, it's going to be happening after we close. So mm -hmm. just wanted to give you a heads up that this is a special assessment that's going to happen after you have mm -hmm. purchased the condo. And in that situation, I'm not even sure the seller wasn't aware of it until they got the notice. Yeah. So that's why I think it's really important to look at the minutes of the meeting because things like and that And attend the meeting. Attend, yeah, yeah absolutely. Attend the meeting. So, um, I think that's but yeah. That, that is important. Yeah. But. And then the other thing with fees, I think that people need to consider too, is just making sure that there is a lot in reserve, especially in New England. I mean, we've had, you know, pretty mild winters for the past couple of years, yeah. but in 2015, when yeah. we had all that snow, some of the developments were yeah. having a really, really hard time with where do we put the snow? Yeah. So not only did they have to pay for someone to plow it, they had to pay for someone to take it away. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah, my aunt, um, she actually lives in a condo in Hingham, and um, is you know in 2015 she had a lot of damage um, because of all the snow, and she had ice dams and everything, and going through insurance and the association and everything. Luckily, it was all covered, but those are those are things that you have to consider, you know, when when dealing with this type of stuff because we could have a winter like 2015 or we can have a winter like 2019 where nothing really happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it snowed maybe twice. Yep. So, um, but yeah, that, that is an important yeah. factor. What were you going to go on to next when I rudely interrupted you? Oh, no worries. Um, yeah, so, you know, fees is the first one. Um, risk of lien or foreclosure. Mm. Um, you know, Sharon, you've been in the business for 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, have, have you come across condos with, you know, uh, mm you know, that are in foreclosure or, you know, risk of lien, like what, what yeah. happens then? So when it's a risk of a lien, there are some of the bigger developments. So when we were going, when we were in the declined market, let's say 2009, 2010, 2011, when a lot of people were losing their jobs and they weren't able to make their payments, they were not also, they were not, not only making their mortgage payments, they weren't making their homeowners association mm -hmm. payments. So yeah. they weren't paying their HOA fees. So a lot of these developments ended up yeah. in a situation where they didn't have any money in the reserves 
because people yeah. weren't paying it. Which is a question that is on the condo yes. questionnaire too, if anybody is in um, arrears. Yes. Is, is in arrears, you know. But you way. can, the associations can put a lien on that property. Mm -hmm. So when that property is sold, that the, They'll get the, their money. the association will get their money mm -hmm. back. But going through that process of foreclosure, it takes a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. The other thing, that's with a bigger development, but I would say things for uh, people to be aware of is if you were in the city and you know the triple deckers like in dorchester mm -hmm. that you know they're converting the you know the three deckers into three condos well if you end up in a situation where you have three people paying condo fees and then one of them loses their job and that one person isn't paying their condo fees are you still able to maintain your expenses mm -hmm. with just two people paying yeah so but there's also been situations where what about a duplex where it's only two people and if one person isn't paying the responsibility of everything falls onto that one person yeah so those are just different things to sort of be aware of when you are purchasing you know a part half of a duplex or if you are purchasing a whole development so Center Commons in Pembroke, for example, um, that's a 55 plus development. Those are duplexes side by side. And then in the front there's more townhouse style, but it's one association. Mm -hmm. So at least you know the whole association is carrying everything. Yeah. Other than just having a onesie twosie, like just a, you know, maybe like a yeah. duplex like Kristen Howlett had, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So if one person isn't paying, then you could potentially run into yeah. some problems. Well, luckily with Kristen Howlett and her duplex, it was a brother and sister who that worked out perfect. <laughs> just side by side. Yeah. So they would have some issues at Thanksgiving Yeah, if somebody yeah. wasn't paying. That actually worked out perfectly for them, though. Yeah. I think that that's great because yeah. you, can, you know you're going to be able to trust that person that yeah. moved in next to you. Well, let us pray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next, uh, they captioned it as uh, put away the orange paints. So we sort of touched upon this with the whole, hey, you you did touch upon it with the orange paint, with That's the orange weird. door. That's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, there there are certain things that you cannot do. You mm -hmm. can't change the look of the exterior or paint something on the exterior. Um, some examples they give are, you know, garbage cans in view of the public, unkept conditions, mm -hmm. um, having a pet off its leash or not picking up after the pet. Yep. That's a big no-no. Well, the other thing with pets, too, and I know that my father brought this up as a question with the pets is, Sometimes the associations will have guidelines because insurances will go up with certain mm -hmm. breeds of yeah. animals. So that's another thing too. If you have a pit bull, chances are you're not getting into a condo development anytime soon, mm -hmm. right? Or mm -hmm. Rottweiler, I think is another one, but you just really have to be careful about the type of animal that you yeah. have and what so you bring in. Type and weight too. Yes. They say they sometimes have weight restrictions. I know, um, at least in the meadows, they used to be able to have pets. Now you can't have dogs unless they're grandfathered in and they've been living there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and, and, then, and developments are like that. They can they can change the rules. You know, mm -hmm. if they have if they go through the proper channels and it and it passes, rules can change. Mm -hmm. um, and if they're gonna make changes to the association to the HOA itself, to, um, that's sort of a big process. So the rules and regulations, they're all recorded with the deed of that association, and. For the most part, like I'll just use Center Commons again because I was actually the marketing um, agent for that property as well when that was new construction. 
And one of my favorite developments, by the way, as an agent doing new construction, um, and that development, though, when that goes through planning board and zoning, mm -hmm. and it was a 40B, so there were a lot of different um, nuances that went along with that. But once the planning board, they would make some decisions on what had to happen and what had to be part of the rules and regulation, then that's all recorded mm -hmm. with the deed at the registry yeah. and deed. So it isn't like you can just make a change because you feel yeah. like it. It does have to go through the proper channels, which is, again, another important reason why everybody should be attending these meetings so they can have, you do have a voice and you can be heard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the documents that you should be reviewing is the master deed for the whole development. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's what Sharon was saying, you know, with that gets recorded is, you know, and then you also can see the changes that have been made to that as well. Um, so like we said, you know, changes can happen, um, whether it's good or bad. Um, I mm -hmm. feel like it's different. Everybody's got it. And so, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, you know, rules can change, um, not necessarily can be bent, but they can be changed. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's also, you can get fined too oh, from yeah. the, from associations or, um, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's a homeowners association or a condo association, you can get fined for certain things. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that you started to talk about too, and you, you touched upon earlier, or maybe Mary did was you know, the rule about, you know, being able to put up a flag and um, how some of them will say you can only put up an American flag, you can't have any other flags, you can't have things hanging off the house. Mm -hmm. I know one of our clients actually has a place up in New Hampshire that's a part of a condo association yeah. and it's in New Hampshire. And I think like underneath, there's a, there's a section, I, don't, I have never seen it, but there's a little section where there's some type of a plaque up there and he hung like a little, you know, like those little, little flags that you get, you know, like the small yeah. little one. Mm -hmm. He's had that up there for five years. Mm -hmm. And he got a letter from the association basically saying, you have to take that flag down. Now, I feel like, and if we have any attorneys listening, that would be great if you could call in. I don't, I, th I have a feeling, even if it's in your association, I, I don't think that you can, I think that that's a constitutional right, that you can fly an American flag. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand why it would be a rule where you can't have an American flag in America, mm -hmm. but that's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, I can, uh, uh, and it I might be the association trying to take control of this being an election year and people flying Biden flags versus Trump flags and yeah. you know what I mean? Like but if it's an American to... flag, I mean, they're both Americans. So yeah. you could be for either side or you could just be wanting to fly an American flag. And it's I mean, been there for five years. Yeah. But that's the other thing too, is when, and I love this, that we call this the round table because my other thought about that is one of the, the benefits of having an association that's ran by the people who live there, the, the community itself or the, 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 what am I trying to say? The residents? The residents. Them being the board members, that's a benefit because it gives everybody the opportunity to be yeah. you know, president, vice president, secretary, treasurer. But the bad part about that is sometimes you get people in there that they have nothing better to do with their time. So they yeah. come up with all these rules themselves and yeah. they think that, hey, you ever hear that saying you give somebody an inch they think they're a ruler yeah so sometimes associations end up in those types of situations again why it's really important to go to those meetings so you know what's going on with your association yeah there was um one of the points that we skipped over was um you know you have 
sort of somebody to go to like you mm-hmm. don't have to confront your neighbor yourself like yeah. if you were just you know a regular you know didn't have an association at least you have you know sort of somebody or a board to go to and say hey this is what's going on mm-hmm. and then they take care of it you know you're not directly going to somebody and saying you know you can't find the American flag yeah you know it's the association that sends a letter mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so. it makes it seem more official yeah but I know when I was talking to the person they said all right you won't let me put a flag on the outside Outside, I am going to drape a flag of, in front of all my front windows from yeah. the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why not? Why not? See, and that's the thing, though, that just gets people really, really upset. Yeah. So, but George of- Bush, George Bush signed a law in 2006 that prohibited associations from preventing you from flying the American flag. Go, George. Oh, but, we got to send that. To, is it all over the country or is it state by state? Oh, it's all over the, but there, so there are what they call reasonable restrictions in quotes in the sense that I think it's like time, like place and manner or something. So they they could get away with limiting what you're allowed to do. But if it is, I would say appropriate, you can hang an American flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When is it not appropriate? I don't know. I mean, I guess driving around with them in the back of their pickup. I don't understand when people have um, swimwear that is an American flag. <laughs> like, I feel weird with that. <laughs> I think it's weird. <laughs> I'm sorry to go like sideways, but like I, I wish we were on Facebook right now so everybody could see Dustin. <laughs> I never understood that like concept of like. Like I can, I can get like a hat or like a shirt. Unfortunately, like, right now, Dustin <laughs> is picturing you in a little teeny bikini of like an oh American God, flag. I feel bad for you. <laughs> bad for you um, um, but yeah, I never really understood that. That's awesome. <laughs> Swim trunks or a bikini. I don't understand it. You brought that up the last time you were out on the boat because I think oh, we I saw think somebody drive by and the guy had an American flag trunks. Oh trunks yeah, 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 yeah. It might have been a speedo even because I was like, that's even worse. It's inappropriate because then you're sitting on the American flag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're not you you, sh- you can't put a flag on the ground. Why put it on your bum? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, all right, whatever. We have a few minutes left in the show. <laughs> if you if you agree with me, call in. Four nine zero zero. We definitely want to hear from you because yeah. it has been a day. Like I can't even tell you. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, you fly that American flag. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just don't fly it down under. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jelly Dustin, weren't you supposed to be keeping these ladies on the track? Rules about a house that you own. So I kid. Uh, I think it goes back to my comment of if you don't want someone telling you how to uh, have your house, don't don't uh, buy an association. A, don't buy an association. It's not for everybody. Yeah. So sometimes there are not HOA fees that go along with having covenants. So covenants could be, um, you know, the restrictions of the development that the developer puts in place when they start a new development. So mm-hmm. one would be no fences. Yeah. One might be no swing sets. 
uh, another could be no clothesline. Yeah. Um, what are some of the other good ones? No boats, no RVs, yeah. no campers, no trailers. No shed sometimes. Yep. Some no, of them are no, no sheds. exterior um, structures. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't have your uh, lawn equipment outside. You mm -hmm. can't have lawn ornaments outside. You know, the, the things that fly around. No parking in the street. No parking. Yeah, no parking in the street. So um, a lot of. I, I got a quick one from the condo side of things. No, uh-huh. What? <laughs> I was just saying, are we talking about uh, ridiculous notices that they give at condo places like that? Because I got one. Oh, interesting. So I, I, I left a broom so on a porch once, and within 24 hours of leaving said broom on said porch, I received a written warning. <laughs> I won't say where it was, but I'll just say it was promptly right, thrown out. Written warning. Yeah. Doing what? I, just because it was against the rules to leave a broom on the porch because it's not technically uh, lawn gear, lawn equipment. A gnome? A broom, a broom. like a sweeper, a broom. Oh, a broom. <laughs> Dead serious. Got a written warning for a broom. Um, yeah, a broom. Yeah, I you guess said you had a broom on your deck and they told you you had to move it? I don't even know how they saw it. It was laying down. <laughs> well, they, they sneak in when you're not home, and they. they I'm on the third floor. Like I just don't get it. It's like, yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, things are things are strange. They we're living in strange. I times. think that's a little much. But True. That's a much. Somebody right. saw it and they decided they didn't like it, and that's the one thing when you're living in these associations. Mm -hmm. If they don't like what they see yeah. and you're breaking the rule, then there's the rule yeah. police that just walk around. Some of them also is you can't have a home business. Yeah. Like you can't have the business at your home, not just the um, the vehicle, uh -huh. no unregistered vehicles. Uh -huh. um, yep. You know, they might even, especially maybe if um, they have like a shared septic system or something, there's there's some sort of um, mm -hmm. rules and regs to go along with that. Um, but, you know. And I guess let's get, get down to it because we only have about three minutes left. So our main points and takeaways for our listeners tonight. Again, you were listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with the McNamara Broker team here at Boston Connect Real Estate. We're here with you every Tuesday evening. And, you know, some nights it's better than others. <laughs> 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 and we know when we're not on, on uh, that great. Uh, but hopefully you'll still love us the same. Um, I'm noticing it's getting darker out sooner, too. Yeah. 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 So, um, but tonight, our main takeaways are there are pros, there are cons to HOA fees. Mm -hmm. There are pros and there are cons to covenants. Yeah. And your pro could be somebody else's con and your con could be somebody else's pro, vice versa. So I think that it really comes down to doing your due diligence as a buyer when you are purchasing a property, whether it's a condo or um, a home. And it doesn't even have to be new construction. So it could be a development that's been around for years. One of the questions to ask are, are there any restrictive covenants that go along with this development mm -hmm. that we should be aware of? Because if you come home with your 30 foot boat that you think you're going to store in the driveway, you might be getting a little ringling that yes. says uh, that's not Sometimes allowed. Yeah. It might get a handwritten notice. Yeah. For your broom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For your boat this time. But yeah. yeah. And you know, there, and there's also, you know, you can have a fence, but it has to be white vinyl. It has to be black, you know, mm -hmm. wrought iron. It, you know, it just, it, it just go on. But you know what? It all comes down to, 
to this. Hire a professional real estate agent to help you with the purchase of your home. And, uh, and everything in your life everything should be swell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dustin, any ideas about what we're going to talk about next week? Um, no, we'll figure it out uh, probably around 6.30 tomorrow if we are actually connected on air huh. and on Facebook. All right, perfect. So we will talk to all of you next week. If you have any ideas or suggestions for us, please reach out to us at bostonconnect.com or you can get uh, in touch with us at the office. Ask for Dustin, 781-826-8000. Bye. Bye.